0: Now time for the BCHL podcast. All the way in front, backhand scores.
1: Turn on the red light. The Capitals win it. Donaldson shoots, scores. Sean Donaldson, short-handed. Now one of a breakaway. In alone is liable.
2: Club team is Hobie Hensquiz. Nice move. Tenelli to the goal, to the backhand. Scores. Cue it up. This is Tyson Dickett again he scores. There's one for the highlight reel. Mike is all the way around, he scores! How do you do, Zach Michaelis, coast to coast!
0: You go back to the goal! Oh, what a setup! Oh, me, oh my! Put that on BCHL tonight! Hey there, welcome to the BCHL Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Adamson. Well, if you listened to part one of our NHL Draft Preview, you will know that part two... Today's episode will feature another four great interviews with players that are prospects for the upcoming NHL Draft. Before we get to the guest list, though, I want to remind you that the BCHL's coverage of the NHL Draft is presented by Chevrolet. Chevrolet is a founding partner of the BC Hockey League, and we thank them for their continued support. All right, here is who will be on today's show. First up, we speak with Penticton V's forward, Bradley Nadeau. After that, it's a chat with Victoria Grizzlies defenseman, Hoyt Stanley. And then we speak with West Kelowna Warriors alumnus and Quinnipiac University defenseman, Charles Alexis Legault. And last but not least, we speak with V's defenseman, Ryan Hopkins. As I mentioned, first up is our chat with Bradley Nadeau. Nadeau is entering the draft as the highest ranked player who was in the BCHL last year as the 17th ranked North American skater by NHL Central Scouting. Which means he's probably right on the borderline of being uh, either a first round pick or a second round pick. So we will have to see how that shakes out uh, at the draft. But um, no surprise that he's the highest ranked player uh, coming directly from the BCHL. Nadeau had an incredible year last year. Um, He led the league in scoring with 113 points. He was named uh, the regular season MVP and then, of course, was named playoff MVP, uh, leading the league in playoff scoring and helping the Vs to their second straight Fred Page Cup championship. We spoke with Nadeau, who was at the NHL Draft Combine. Uh, We talked about the Combine. We talked about his uh, incredible year in the BCHL, playing alongside his brother and and what that's meant to him. Uh, And then uh, a little bit about his expectations of the draft. And then finally, uh, speaking about his next stop, uh, which is at the University of Maine, where he will start his freshman season this coming fall. All right, let's do it. Here is the first interview of part two of our NHL draft preview. And that is with Penticton V's forward, Bradley Nadeau. All right, Bradley, um, this was your draft year coming off uh, the 22-23 season. Obviously, it was a really good year for you. But um, just a a more general question. What was it like for you knowing that it was your draft year? A little bit of extra pressure. uh, How did you handle that extra pressure knowing that uh, the scouts were watching very closely?
3: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, uh, the pressure, I kind of turned the pressure into um, positive energy and uh, it really helped me this year. Uh, you know, I think we had a good year as a team and, and that also helped me kind of perform on the ice and um, have, knowing that, um, you know, like I said, having a good team like that, it's it's easier to kind of perform and, and uh, per, well perform to your best because uh, your team has a standard and you kind of want to play up to that standard, uh, the way they treat you uh, like pros. So uh, I think it was a really good year, uh, for, for myself and for the team, uh, going back to back.
0: Yeah, it was a, a great year for yourself and the team. Um, Back to back, like you said, and then yourself, you won league MVP, leading scorer, playoff MVP. Um, what do you think uh, is the reason behind your huge year? I know from talking um, to people around the league and a story that we did at the league office on you and your brother, you, uh, you, you both have a pretty intense uh, offseason training regimen. So uh, what do you think was the biggest reason behind your uh, big year this year?
3: Yeah, I think like you said, um, uh, just the off season was a big part. Um, starting the year, I felt a lot stronger and uh, just prepared for, for the year. But also playing with, uh, with, I guess, two of the best players in the league, uh, Josh Nadeau and Dovar Tindling really uh, made that even easier to kind of perform and, and have uh, success uh, this year
0: yeah and I know we've been asked it a million times and I've asked it for of you before but just again uh playing with your brother Josh you guys have such good chemistry and it showed all season long and it it went into the playoffs you guys were again the top two scorers in the playoffs just what can you say about playing with him uh, these past couple years
3: yeah it's been really fun um and then it's also fun to know that um we'll, we'll be playing again uh next year together and for for a few years and Um, Like you said, uh, I think our chemistry together has been pretty good and um, obviously can always get better. But um, yeah, on the ice with him, you know, he makes it easier, um, I guess, just because sometimes they have to make sure they're two on him to kind of make sure he he can't do uh, everything by himself. But that opens eyes for me or or the opposite. So I think that's kind of why uh, we've been uh, playing really good together.
0: So you won a championship your rookie year. Again, you were a huge part of that as well. I got a hat trick in the, in the championship clinching game. And then you win again this year, you're the playoff MVP. Um, what, what does it do for a player learning how to win like that, um, year for a couple of years in a row, learning what it takes to win in the playoffs? What does that do for your development?
3: Yeah. Um, it's really good. Uh, you kind of, you learn new habits uh, winning habits which uh helps you in your your hockey career um, helps with your your confidence a lot as a player and uh, you know um like you said um just going back to back like that is uh was something really fun and um just uh, there, there was nothing better than winning and uh we got to do that two years in a row so um it was really two good years here uh, for my for my time in Penticton
0: Yeah. Thinking back to your rookie year, as I mentioned, you were you were really good last year, but obviously you took just a massive step forward this year in your second year. How do you think you developed um, as a player in your two seasons in the BCHL? Like what specifically did you get better at over those two years?
3: Uh, yeah I think uh, my defensive play uh, gotten a lot better um, that's something Fred and uh, Fred really helped me work on um, just obviously getting stronger that first the second year was, was a big uh, big part of my game and uh, uh, honestly the confidence is also another big part that I felt uh, as my second year was was a lot uh, a lot better and um, just Uh, that confidence you kind of you know your your shot and other stuff like that comes along so I think all those things really was a big part from from my first year to my second year that really uh, gotten a lot better.
0: So I'm curious with a, a team like yours that had so many good players, is the I was saying to Idar, the top three scorers in the league, one of the best goalies, a couple of the top defensemen in the league. What were practices like for you guys with, with such a high level of skill? Um, what was it like practicing with those guys and, and how did that make you better?
3: Yeah, um, I think it's something uh, you know. You, you practice a lot in the year, and that definitely helped us. Um, you know, it's it was really hard work in practice, and uh, you, you, I guess, in a practice you you play against those guys, and uh, it really helps you uh, and get better and push yourself to kind of perform in practice, and um, that's really where you you kind of learn and get better. So um, that that's uh, kind of why I think we. We were really good because we were pushing each other in practices like that and um, when games came um, it was just uh, a natural for us to kind of push yourself and uh, perform.
0: So you're I know you're at the Combine now um, you've been there for a little while maybe just uh, let us know what it's been like since you've been there what have you been up to and uh, what are you looking forward to?
3: Yeah we've been here for like I said earlier three, three days and um, first First few days, is basically just interviews with the team. Uh, they kind of want to get to know you uh, as a person. You know, they've been watching you play for for a while. Um, they've been watching us play for the whole year. And they want to know more about you. But I'm, um, um, also the fitness part is coming up, so that's something I'm really excited. Uh, I've been, uh, you know, working or kind of working hard for, for that for for a while now. So I'm excited to see where where and what I I do or how I guess I I am compared to the other players around the world physically so I'm excited for that
0: so I'm asking all the the NHL draft prospects the same question Uh, if you were speaking to an NHL general manager or scout which sounds like you've been doing all week um, how would you describe your game uh, and how do you think it would translate to the pro level
4: yeah, I'd say I'm a
3: you know kind of creative smart offensive forward um, you know I think I, I have to work hard and, and compete because I'm not the biggest player on the ice so I think that compete level is uh, needs to be I have to make sure I, I kind of perform uh, up to to my standard on the ice and um, really perform to, like I said to my prefer, I guess performance and um, and it's uh like well the the other part there is um, you know, there's obviously other good players and um, I think uh, if you don't work hard like that with uh, having all those uh, other good players here and uh, at the Combine and even in the future there, you you won't really make it to the next level. But, um, you know, those those making sure you work hard is, is a big one that... I'm just going to help translate your your game to the next level. I think that's going to be the biggest thing I'll have to do and um, kind of just get better defensively because that's another big thing that if, uh, if you're not really good at, then you won't make it to the next level.
0: So the draft is June 28th and 29th. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to be there in person in Nashville. You're projected to be a first or second rounder. Um, who's all going to be there? Uh, you got family coming. Your brother going to be there. Do you have friends coming? Uh, what's, what's the plan for draft day?
4: yeah
3: um well we'll be heading there uh for nashville Uh, i know my mom and dad and brother are coming and um, other friends from from back home friends and uh family friends uh they're excited to come to that so i'm kind of excited to see what's uh what's going to be the what's going to happen at the draft
0: and then with with friends and family there um uh, when and if it does happen you do get selected what would it mean to all of you to share that moment together
3: yeah, honestly, it would be would uh, be an re- unbelievable moment. You know, I've been kind of working my whole life, and just he, even my my mom and dad kind of driving me, and all the money they spent for for me to kind of play hockey, and uh, that that's one of my dream uh, to get drafted and also play. But you know, you got to start with the the draft, so you know, it'd mean a lot, and uh, it would be a big honor to get drafted by a NHL
0: team. You know, the kind of league I. I watch and always wanted to play. in growing up, last question for you: You mentioned playing with your brother next year at the University of Maine. How excited are you to get your college career started?
3: Yeah, that's that's going to be a really fun, um, you know, getting to play against older and uh, stronger players, and um, getting to do that with my brother. You know, that's uh, going to make it. You know, that's going to be a lot exciting, and um, can't wait to to kind of start next year with Maine. I know they're they're going to have a good team and um, hopefully uh, we'll be able to win, which maybe it won't happen the first year, but I'm sure um, in the two or or three years, we'll be able to maybe get a championship there in Maine.
0: Well, thanks so much, Bradley. That's all I got for you. So really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, Best of luck at the combine and best of luck at the draft. Thank you. Thanks so much to Bradley Dedeau for giving us the interview. All right. Up next is our conversation with Victoria Grizzlies defenseman Hoyt Stanley. Stanley comes in as the top-ranked defenseman from the BCHL as the 85th-ranked North American skater by NHL Central Scouting. Uh, and Stanley's coming off a great year. Uh, unfortunately for him in his what was supposed to be his rookie year in 21-22, uh, he suffered an injury and was limited to only a handful of games and never really could get started properly. But uh, last year, he came in healthy uh, and... Was a key contributor for the Grizzlies, um, providing offense from the blue line. He finished as the eighth highest scoring defenseman in all of the BCHL with 38 points in 53 games uh, and it earned himself a commitment to Cornell University. So all in all, it was a really good season for Stanley and could get even better uh, with uh, some good news at the draft this week. So. With all that in mind, we spoke with Stanley recently uh, to talk about what it was like facing that adversity, um, being injured for almost an entire season, um, how he bounced back, his commitment to Cornell, uh, and of course the draft process. So here it is, our chat with Victoria Grizzlies defenseman Hoyt Stanley. All right, Hoyt. So you're coming off a solid year in the BCHL. You had uh, 38 points in 53 games, tied for eighth in league scoring among defensemen. And this was technically your rookie year uh, because you missed so much last year because of injury. Uh, But you did manage to get in 13 regular season games at the end of last year, a handful in the playoffs. How helpful were those games late uh, at the end of last year when it came to your performance in 2022-23?
2: Uh yeah, I think uh, I think it was super helpful. Um obviously missing most of last season with an injury was was uh was pretty tough just development wise and everything. But um with thirteen regular season games and playoffs I think just gave me a lot of confidence um coming into this year and I think yeah it helped me a lot
0: yeah so as i mentioned you did uh had to sit out a, a lot with an injury. How tough was it to have to sit out uh that time last year and when you're so young still um in your what was supposed to be your rookie year in junior hockey? how tough was it to to deal with that at such a young age?
2: um yeah it was definitely hard um just kind of a, a fluky injury sort of that kind of put me back at home for for like four or four months or so so I missed a lot of a lot of game time but I think just at the end of the day, dealing with that adversity will just make me a, make me a stronger player in the end. So, yeah.
0: So with this year being your draft year, um, obviously uh, as a player, you, you're you well aware of what's going on on the outside. So, uh, was there a little bit of extra pressure for you? Uh, and if there was, how did you handle it?
2: Um, yeah, I think just coming into this season, just kind of the first goal was just, to I guess, put, play a full season without injury. And, um, just kind of uh, like get get noticed by some schools and stuff. The the draft wasn't really on my mind at all at the start of the year. But then I guess getting put on that first ranking, players to watch, and then some other ranking, central scouting stuff. I think just um, just keeping it in the back in the back of your mind, sort of, and not trying to focus it on it too much, and just kind of take it one day at a, at a time, and just play play each game the best of your ability.
0: So the Grizzlies have had a lot of success at the draft uh, in recent years. 2019 was a big year. Uh, That's the year Alex Newhook went in the first round. It also saw Alex Campbell and Carter Berger get drafted that year. Uh, Your teammate Eli Barnett was picked last year. Matthew Wood's going to be a a first rounder this year. So uh, in your opinion, what is it about the Grizzlies program that allows you, um, uh, the team, to produce high-end talent that's getting noticed by NHL teams?
2: Yeah, I think it's just, the Grizzlies are a great organization that uh, a lot of high end players want to go play for. It's, uh, it's a great junior city um, to, to live, great, great bill of families. And um, yeah, just I think everyone's good culture there and uh, creates a lot of competitiveness and practice and stuff for guys to get better. So I think, yeah, just, just a great place to play that attracts some, uh, some good talent.
0: So you come into the draft as the highest ranked defenseman from the BCHL. Uh, you're overall, you're number 85 among North American skaters. Uh, so that that obviously means there's a pretty good chance that it's going to happen for you, but uh, obviously no guarantees. But uh, what, what's your plan on draft day? Are you going to go to Nashville? Are you going to stay home and watch with friends and family? Are you going to try and distract yourself? What's your plan on, on draft day? Yeah,
2: I think uh, lately I've thought about it quite a bit and just talked to... Uh my parents and my, my agent about it and um just having kind of uh like some zoom calls and meetings with teams and my agent phoning different teams um just kind of trying to get a sense of where they have me placed sort of in the draft or ranked. and i think i think i've got a better a better idea of that now than i did like a few weeks prior but um i got a lot of buddies that are going in the first round like like obviously matthew wood Bedard, and um andrew crystal and zach benson so i i'm not sure uh for sure yet if i'm if i'm going to the drafts i think just it'd be a great experience overall but uh, at the same time you don't want to go all the way there and end up not getting picked so still to make that decision sort of
0: gotcha that makes sense uh well it sounds like you've been having these calls already but uh, i did want to ask you if you're if you're speaking with an NHL GM or a scout who's interested in selecting you, how how would you describe your game, and how do you think it would translate to the pro level?
2: Um, yeah, I think I think I'm a, a two-way defender who is um, who's fast and has a high hockey IQ and can contribute in all situations. Um, and at the pro level, I think. Yeah, the same thing, just kind of can play, can play an all-around game, sort of defensively, offensively, contribute. So just kind of an all-around defensive.
0: So if it, if it did happen uh, on draft day and you did get selected and drafted by an NHL team, what would it mean to you and your family to accomplish that?
2: Um, I think it would mean a lot. I think I've played hockey since I was four years old, and it's just been... Been a dream of mine and my parents ever since. Sort of thing like that's kind of been the ultimate goal, and um, they've made a ton of sacrifices for me in my life. And I think it just it would mean I mean a while. I owe it to them too. So it, I think it, they'd be proud, and they would be a great great experience.
0: Just a couple of questions uh, before we wrap up. I want to ask you about Cornell University. You uh, announced your commitment to Cornell earlier this year. Um, before we get into your excitement level for next year just why cornell why was it the best fit for you
2: yeah i think um i think cornell is a great fit for me just because it's a uh, a great hockey program that uh, can develop players really well and they're competitive every year and they're also like a really good school like an ivy league education which like my family and i like valued the academic side as well so i think it's just a great combination of academics and uh, athletics and um yeah i was really excited to be able to commit there
0: and then lastly um just you, you'll be starting in uh, in the fall with your freshman season um at cornell so how excited are you to get your um ncaa hockey career uh, off the ground
2: really excited yeah i think it's gonna it's gonna obviously be a big challenge playing against guys who are 20, 24 25 years old and stuff but I, uh, I think I'm ready for it and just it'll just push me to work even harder and practice and get stronger and yeah I think just yeah I'm really excited for it
0: all right Hoyt well thanks so much uh, really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me uh, best of luck on draft day yeah thank you Thanks so much to Hoyt Stanley for joining us. All right. Next up is our chat with a league alumnus, uh, Charles Alexis Legault. Legault played his freshman year at Quinnipiac University this past season. And what a year to join the team uh, as he was part of a national championship uh, celebration and, was a key contributor to that team. He played in 40 games in his freshman season. Uh, So he was a night in and night out uh, contributor to the Quinnipiac Bobcats. Um, Also, uh, Legault played in the BCHL in the 2021-22 season with the West Kelowna Warriors. Um, He had a a really solid season that year um, and also uh, was a key part of their playoff run, leading the Warriors to the interior conference final. In our chat with Charles Alexis Legault, we speak about, of course, that championship run with Quinnipiac. Um, how it kind of shook down in the finals. They went down two nothing and came back in dramatic fashion to win just 10 seconds into overtime. So we get into all that Uh, talk about his one year in West Kelowna and the impact it had on him. Uh, And then his thoughts on the draft. Uh, This is actually his third season of draft eligibility. He was ranked by central scouting back in 2021. Uh, And he's back on the list again this year. So uh, we get his perspective on all of that. Uh, So here it is. This is our chat with Quinnipiac University defenseman and West Kelowna Warriors alumnus Charles Alexis Legault. All right. So you just finished up your freshman year at Quinnipiac University. Uh, Obviously, it was a it was a great year for you and your teammates. We'll get into that team success in a second. But uh, for you personally, what was it like making the transition uh, from junior hockey to your first year of college hockey?
4: Um, my first year was, was clearly, um, a huge step going from the BCHL to, to the NCA. Uh, but, um, yeah, I think I, it took me a little while to, to adapt and to get up to speed. But after that, I feel like I was able to, um, to make the jump and, and keep my ground in, uh, in college hockey
0: yeah you had a, a couple goals uh seven assists nine points and you played 40 games um what was it like uh, it seems like you got a real shot to be a regular right away obviously you earned that shot but how much did it mean to you to be able to come in and produce and be a regular player uh night in and night out it was
4: huge um i like we had a, a lot of older guys experienced guys and be able to being able to to practice with them that first month and learning um, the culture and and the structure from those guys clearly helped me um, in my play and and my performance. So um, those guys helped a lot. And uh, as you said, the opportunity that I was given uh, at the start of the year, I made sure that I did the best, um, the best that I could with it. And, um, And I tried uh, doing that uh, as the
0: season went along. So Quinnipiac always has a really good team. It seems every year we pay close attention to them at the BCHL because they have so many former BCHL players that end up at Quinnipiac. Um, This year was no different. You guys had a great team and uh, actually ended up winning the national championship in pretty dramatic fashion, come from behind, overtime win. Uh, What was it like for you going through that and uh, being a part of that championship team?
4: It was great. It was great. It was a great experience. Like, what could you ask for um, more than uh, than a national championship? And as you said, uh, a lot of former BCHL players, um, like being able to connect with those guys and and get like. Custom with the team real quick. And I think, as I mentioned earlier, the culture of the team and the winning culture that we had at Quinnipiac this year was clearly something that will follow me the rest of my life and uh, my next three years in college.
0: And what about that national championship game? You were taking on the university of Minnesota. You go down two nothing early, come back, uh, tie it late, force overtime, and then win it just seconds into OT, what was that, uh, that particular game like for you and your teammates?
4: It was surreal. Just being able to play in Amali, uh, Amali arena in in Tampa Bay and uh, play in front of a huge crowd like that. It was incredible. And, and coming out on the winning side, and like he, I still have no words to describe the feeling that I had at that moment. Uh, so yeah, it was great.
0: So you only spent one year in the BCHL with West Kelowna, but um, it, it was yeah. a good a, a good year for you. Um, what did that short time uh, do for your development? That one season you spent in the BCHL.
4: I mean, the the coaching staff there and everybody in place uh, throughout the organization, John Murphy, um, Simon Ayrton and Josh Georges, like it was it was a great learning experience over there, just being able to understand the game further and be with those guys on the ice every day, learning from those guys. And the fact that we had a great team that year helped me tremendously improving in practice and on a day-to-day basis. So yeah, it was a great experience and I'll be forever grateful.
0: Yeah. I want to ask you more about uh, Josh George as a a former NHL defense defenseman who's on the coaching staff with the Warriors, uh, particularly your relationship with him. What were you able to learn from him as a guy who uh, played in the NHL before um, and and as a defenseman, same position as you?
4: Um, I think what Josh brought to my game is all the little nuances that, he took to be able to play at a high level for Soul line. So whether it is like puck protection, those little bumps, um, like understanding the whole defensive side of the game, because that's what he he took pride in uh, in the NHL. And um, yeah, we talked all the time. And yeah, Georgie was just incredible to me uh, during my time in West Kelowna.
0: In your one year there, uh, the team ended up making the Interior Conference Finals. Um, and you personally had a, a huge playoffs. Um, you obviously had a good regular season, but you stepped it up in the playoffs. You had 11 points in 11 games. Why do you think yeah. you were able to step up like you did uh, in the most important time of the year?
4: I think that uh, playoff hockey is the most fun hockey, and that's what every hockey player plays for. So, um, like as a player you feel the importance of those of those games and you try to step up your game and i think that's what i did that year and um, the whole team was performing to extremely high level so that helped as well um from a offensive production
0: standpoint so putting the focus on the draft now it's uh coming up in uh, just a few weeks um you are Ranked in the top 200 among North American skaters by NHL Central Scouting. Uh, it's actually your second year of draft eligibility. So is there a little bit less pressure on yourself this year than maybe you put on yourself during your first year of eligibility? Um,
4: I think, yeah, I think, of course, your, your first year, it's huge. You, you kind of think about it. And this year, it didn't really go through my mind at all. I was just trying to play the best hockey I was, I was capable of. And um, as you said, yeah, I didn't put as much pressure on myself and I think I performed better.
0: So uh, the draft is in Nashville. I'm not sure what your plans are for draft day. Are you going to head to Nashville? Or are you going to just watch it at home? What, uh, what What's your plan on draft day? I'll probably just stay in Montreal. I'm not planning on going to Nashville at all. Okay. Um, So if you were, and I I ask all the draft prospects this, if you you were speaking with an NHL GM or a scout, um, how would you describe your game and how do you think it would translate to the pro level?
4: I think I'm a tall, uh, moving defenseman um, that has uh, great skating abilities and uh, that's able to move pucks north quick. Uh, I take pride in my one-on-one battles. I try to win the most I can, and I feel like I'm pretty good at it. And defensively, I have a long stick. I'm able to defend with my feet, and um, that's what makes me uh, a defenseman that's um, that's good defensively. And uh, offensively, I like to jump into play when the, the time is right. And um, I, of course... Um, like contributing uh, on the offensive side as well
0: so if we did get to draft day you heard your name called uh, you got a phone call from an nhl team letting you know they'd selected you what would it mean to you and your family to have that happen
4: i think it, it'd be great uh, recognition but at the end of the day um i need to look at the bigger picture and the ultimate goal is to have a long career in the nhl so i think it's just a step um Towards that ultimate goal, but it'd be it'd be as I said earlier, a good recognition, and for my family and I, it'd it'd be a great moment because they they've helped me throughout the way, and it'd be good. I think it'd be like it'd show how like they helped me throughout the way and and helped me uh, in my career.
0: Last question for you looking ahead to next year Uh, we talked about how Quinnipiac had such an older team this year a lot of seniors a lot of fifth-year players so the team's going to look a little different next year for sure so what does that mean for you uh, and your role next year knowing that there's going to be a little bit of a transition um, a newer guard taking over so um, how do you see your role changing next year?
4: Um, I mean from a personal standpoint I am I have a Goals uh, that I have set for myself, and my goal next year is to to come in and step up and elevate my level of play. So, um, and there's opportunity for that, as you said, with older guys moving on. But uh, I think he, I, I come with the the same mindset as as last year. I, w- I want to prove myself and and show what I'm capable of, and uh, of course, trying to contribute uh, more and more as the the season goes along and as the years
0: go along. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Um, And best of luck to you uh, at the draft in a few weeks. Thank you. Thank you so much to Charles Alexis Legault for joining the podcast. Well, we've come to it. It is the final interview of our NHL draft preview, and it is with Penticton V's defenseman, Ryan Hopkins. Hopkins is another player who has gone through this process before. He was ranked uh, by Central Scouting last year uh, throughout the season um, and is back on the list again this year. Uh, He is the 199th ranked North American skater Um, and he had a great season for Penticton Uh, in his rookie year in 21, 22, he had 31 points in 47 games. And this past year um, surpassed those numbers considerably. Uh, He was over a point per game. He had 49 points in 48 games uh, and finished as the BCHL's third highest scoring defenseman. Uh, Unfortunately for him, he suffered an injury in the first round of the playoffs. So uh, wasn't able to be on the ice with his teammates uh, during their most recent playoff run, but of course was a a big part of their uh, championship team uh, in 2022 uh, and uh, a big part of their team last year as well. We caught up with Hopkins before the draft to talk about uh, the championship environment that he played in the past two years, uh, being part of such an impressive uh, defensive core Uh, that he was with in Penticton for those two years Uh, get into his thoughts about it being his second year of draft eligibility and uh, whether that uh, eases some of the pressure during the year Uh, and then uh, talk about his future at the University of Maine uh, where he will play this coming fall and uh, have some very familiar faces so uh, here it is this is our chat with Penticton V's defenseman Ryan Hopkins all right, Ryan, you just wrapped up your second year in the BCHL with the Penticton Vs. Uh, looking at your numbers, uh, you bumped up those offensive numbers significantly from your rookie year. and it was you had a strong rookie year, but it was even better your second year, uh, going from thirty one points to forty nine points. What do you think contributed to that uh, jump in your offensive production?
1: Um yeah, I just have another year under my belt um, with, with confidence and just knowing our systems with the team. Um, I mean, obviously had a lot of great players around me. Um, so having them helped a lot as well.
0: So you were a key part of one of the best defense cores the league has seen in recent years. Um, what can you say about, uh, the group of defensemen that the V's had this year and were able to, to trot out each night?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, it was, we just had a really strong group of guys. I mean, we, we came to work every single night. Um, we knew the most important thing was was taking care of our D zone um, and just working together as a D pair um, and, and, a, and a whole D core as a whole. Um, and I think we just did a really good job of communicating on the back end, on the bench, um, adjusting to all the little things that each team needed that would needed to be adjusted to. Um, but yeah, I think overall we just had a good group of guys that, that were hard on the back end and, um, obviously a very skilled decor
0: so you returned for a second year uh, after winning the championship last year I know a lot of other players did the same it was pretty astounding the amount of returning players you had from a championship team in twenty one twenty two. Um so what went into your decision to come back and play another year in the BCHL and the same as your teammates because I know uh, you and and a lot of them probably had some options to maybe go to college uh, but you, you the most of you re- chose to return to the BCHL?
2: Yeah, I,
1: think, I mean, for me personally, um, I felt I needed another year of junior just to, to grow physically um, and mentally, um, which I think taking that second year was a really smart decision for me. Um, obviously, going to play in college, the guy's going to be bigger, stronger. Um, so just having that other extra year uh, just kind of to be more prepared to go into school. And I think a lot of it was the same for for all the other guys. And obviously it was nice to have everyone come back because everyone um, got along really well, a really good group of guys too.
0: So I know you got injured in the playoffs this year, uh, which was unfortunate, but you and your teammates... Uh, ended up winning the Fred Page Cup for the second year in a row uh, what is being part of that winning culture and learning what it takes to win in the playoffs and win a championship what does all of that do for a player's development in your opinion
1: um I think it's it's really valuable um, I mean playing for every single one of those guys i mean it, it wasn't one guy it was it was everyone everyone was going so it, taught me how much of a team you really need to be um and how much work actually gets put in to um being a championship team like everyone sees the the wins um but no one no one saw what was going on behind the scenes with our our workouts our our practices like our we, we we brought it every single day and i think that's um, a difficult thing to do. Um, I think we did it every single day to 110%.
0: So this is your second year draft eligibility. Uh, was the pressure and the focus on the draft any different for you than it was in your first year?
1: Um, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think it was um, something that obviously I, I would love to see it happen. Um, it would be, um kind of have everything pay off a little bit. But for me, it's if it happens, I'm, I'll be honored. I'll be extremely happy. Um, but if it doesn't, I know I have a ton of time to develop and and get to where I need to get to. So, I mean, there's not a, sh- a lot of pressure, but obviously it's there's a little bit just because it's a dream of mine. It's something I've always wanted to have happen
0: so you're ranked in the top 200 around among north american skaters what's your plan on draft day i know some people take a a, an approach where they just go about their business they'll go to the gym and not pay any attention to it some people sit down and 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 watch the draft with family and friends what's your plan on draft day no i'll probably just go about my business
1: probably do, do whatever i have to do on that day um i mean probably pay attention to it a little bit but I mean, obviously watch for some of the other guys in our team because it's going to be a pretty special moment for those guys. Um, So I'll definitely be watching for them as well.
0: So if you were speaking with an NHL GM or a scout who was uh, interested in drafting you, uh, how would you describe your game and how do you think it would translate to the pro level?
1: Um, I think I play a good two-way game. Um, I have, I've attention to all my details in the D zone. Um, I'm going to work hard in corners and battle. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I I bring that offensive part to my game. I think I'm more of a, I'll be the third or fourth guy into a rush um, and be that second wave of offense and then really good get at getting pucks through the net. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's something um, that for me will translate over pretty well i feel like i can do what i do at each level um everywhere every time i go up a level
0: so you're off to the university of maine next year um how excited are you to get your college career going
1: really excited yeah it's uh it's been something i've been looking forward to for a while now um it's crazy to think it's already here but um it's it's really exciting i mean It's, it's another dream of mine that is coming true. So, um, it's, uh, really looking forward to it. I mean, having a few guys go in with me that I know is going to make it uh, that much more special.
0: Yeah, that's where I wanted to go next. You got the Nadeau brothers going in. Uh, I know Thomas Pichette, uh, your teammate in Penticton, is committed uh, to Maine as well. Uh, How how much more special and I guess how much easier do you think it will make the transition, knowing that you have those familiar faces coming in with you?
1: Oh, it'll make it. I think it'll make it much easier. Um, It's, I mean, coming from a, a team that did what we did in the past two years, we have a lot of really good memories together. Um, to be able to keep going with those memories, um, it will be something that that'll be really special for us. Um, I don't think too many guys get to play their whole college career and then go to, or sorry, their whole junior career and then go to college together. Um, I mean, for for all of us, we all went into Penticton at the same time, and we're all going into college at the same time. So it'll be a pretty special. Uh, pretty special couple of years for us.
0: Awesome. Well, uh, that's all I got for you. So thanks so much for taking the time, Ryan, really appreciate it and best of luck to you on draft day.
1: Awesome. Thank you very much, Jesse.
0: Well, that does it. Part two of our NHL draft preview is in the books. Thank you so much for listening. And of course, thank you to our guests, Ryan Hopkins, who you just heard from, and Bradley Nadeau, Hoyt Stanley, and Charles Alexis Legault, who we spoke with earlier. As I mentioned in the last episode, uh, the BCHL has you covered for all of your draft uh, needs and information. Um, We will be at the draft in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, The draft gets going tonight, uh, if you're listening to this when this podcast comes out. Wednesday, June 28th is day one of the draft, and Thursday the 29th is day two. Uh, We will be on the ground uh, trying to get some interviews, uh, photos, uh, and we'll be Covering it on social media and our website. And uh, our website is www.bchl.ca. And we are at BC Hockey League on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Before we sign off, want to thank Chevrolet for being the presenting sponsor of our NHL draft coverage. Um, and that will obviously continue throughout the draft. And of course, thank you to our producer, Greg Balick for helping put this podcast together behind the scenes. All right, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, hope you enjoy uh, our coverage of the draft. And um, we'll, of course, uh, be keeping a close eye on those BCHL prospects. So uh, check our social media and our website uh, for all the latest information. All right, thanks again for listening.